Hello. Hi. And welcome to another episode of Theater, Theater Thoughts. <laughs> I'm Ty Etherton. And I'm Kira Sweeney. And we're two former theater kids now turned forever theater adults. Whether we like it or not. We're talking about all things theater, education, and the performing arts. So let's get into some theater, theater thoughts. thoughts. So <laughs> as you can hear... <laughs> We are delayed in our responses because this is the first ever in two and a quarter seasons that we are now distantly recording. You mean one and a quarter? Yep. That's what I meant. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it okay, is the afternoon felt, after a full school day. It felt longer, but yeah. yes, we have to not record together anymore. Well, maybe Bye. sometimes we will. Yeah, but like, we definitely will. Yes. For the grand schemes. Um, Ye old Zoom throwback. Throw, throwback to Zoom. Honestly, <laughs> um, I was looking at That's some of the That's how everyone's doing it these days. So, yeah. like, we're up with the times. It's about to, honestly. I'm Not everyone to can have a quality. pod loft in their basement. Okay. <laughs> the sound quality is about to be top tier. <laughs> Thanks to Zoomerella. Because we're not screaming across the <laughs> tables at each other in person. Like we have to perform. Yeah, we can be better. We can be like less loud. Well, no, actually we can be more loud because it's not like we're fighting. <laughs> <laughs> like we were fighting beforehand. We were just like screaming on top of each other. Um, yeah. So I have, we have to say it. I have officially... Um, not fled the womb. What is flown the coop? the womb. <laughs> That's different. Oh uh, I've flown What's the coop. What's that one? I just thought about that one movie with Sarah Jessica Parker. And I think it's Matthew McConaughey. Failure to launch. Yes. I just thought about that movie. Um, also, when they finally get him to leave his parents' house. Sidebar. I, was, I watched the original Footloose yesterday. We'll circle back to that. Have you never but, seen that? I know it's been years oh, since it's just I been a while. It. Okay, fair. Um, fair, fair, fair. But I moved out. We're no longer yes, roommates. I know. So sad. It's kind of sad. Um, you're this week for the next like It was five the end of an days, era. It was. Yeah. Um, you're living by yourself. How is it? It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Do you kind of feel like the fantasy of like me in my home? Like, hmm. <laughs> Yesterday, I was like so it well, and it was raining too, right? Um, so I I watched the new John Mulaney special that dropped. Fascinating, really interesting. Like, obviously, still really funny. He's a hilarious human being. I've always loved his stand up. Absolutely. Um, but he talked about like like came face to face with like his um in addiction stuff and then talked about like actually what it was like being in rehab which i thought oh was goodness. very candid was it. it a serious or was there funny moments too it was it was pretty serious it was serious but also hilarious like still wildly funny because you can't um, not be funny if you're john Mulaney, yeah right that's just yeah. like innate yeah like Cute. my favorite bit or not bit my favorite well I guess it was a bit like favorite little chunk was he was talking about his intervention so basically a bunch of his friends like went over to his house and he showed up and was like shit I know what this is but like all-star lineup for my intervention of like the best comedians <laughs> in the world and he literally was like yeah the funniest thing was they all agreed not to do bits during 
<laughs> during my. I, oh I'm my saying this on audio recording that when you stage my intervention for whatever it is, bits. bits are included. <laughs> I also want it to be in costume. Okay, so should we? We haven't talked about this. So yeah. the last party that we had at our house yes. was a like going away party for me. Yes. And the theater thoughts that we are, it yeah. was obviously in costume. I don't think there was a party that hasn't been costume at that place. I like a not just like an impromptu get together. Yeah. yeah. Like if it's a no, party, every sing, if theme. it's a party, it is themed. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want to be boring. Okay. It's, and like people might hate that. People might hate that. They might be like every single party you throw is themed. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. They're not like super elaborate. Sometimes they are. Yeah, the special like, ones. You want you want a little something to like excite you, right? So the last one was funeral themed. Yes. Everyone dressed in black. Kira put together was, like a 10 minute in memoriam video for me of just of my cringy, cringy moments that <laughs> she caught on camera. Yeah. Um, we'll post some footage from that in memoriam. Just, just a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> I, my favorite thing was that I put it all in black and white. I don't know why that was <laughs> so like funny. the like icing on the cake for me, but that really did it was the black it, and white filter. It was great, but it was only bits. So I want funeral theme at my intervention, bits included. Sorry, John. You're going to recycle that theme? <laughs> no, we'll have to do a new one. We Maybe can it's do like better. insects. <laughs> Dress like what? a bug. Oh my god, dress like an addictive um like substance. <laughs> Can I say that on the pod? <laughs> There's so many things wrong with that, but like Well, you could do a lot of stuff. You could do nope, you could you could do whatever you wanted. I just think of like someone showing up as like a beer bottle, just like hit in like full beard costume and be like, we've called you here because we have an intervention, because we're staging an intervention. And I'd say, what about it? Um, but we're what not here it? talking about interventions. We're not no. here talking about John. Um, before I get into what we're talking about, I was telling you about Footloose. Yes. And I wanted to bring up something that is different. So we're headed into the summer months which is a time that Kira and I work together uh, hand in hand um, for a long period of time. I mean, we're spending, mm -hmm. we spent every day together really up until I moved out, mm -hmm. um, but we're working our day job in the month of June is together. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a season that happens in late April, early May, or in May and late April that is not going to happen this year that I'm quite sad about. And that is Kira in the living room creating choreography. <laughs> this is yeah. the first show that you're recycling choreography. Um, so mm -hmm. talk, are you, what is your thought process as you like, before you teach this choreography, are you going to like go through and watch recordings or, or see if there's anything that needs updated? What are you thinking about your choreography up until this point? That's kind of what, I'm thinking. Um, I have videos of the first time I did Footloose. So being able to revisit those and kind of, you know, see from the audience perspective um, what I like, what maybe I wasn't 
you know, we did that. I'm like, ah, you know what? Like, that's maybe not my favorite. I could probably come up with something better or, um, maybe, you know, thinking like, Hey, this kind of seems like really easy and basic. How can I make this more challenging or interesting? Like, I think it'll really just depend on, you know, what I see from, from my, my lens in my brain being like the best either move to keep or change or adjust you know, whatever I need to do with all of that stuff. Um, I felt pretty good about that production. How long when has I did it been? Uh, five. Work. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's still pretty been, fresh. Yeah, it was 2018, right? That's five years. I don't know, the pandemic, you got to like add like 10 years. <laughs> yeah, so it's been a little while, but um, I... I felt pretty good about that show when we put it up, but I know now in where I am as a choreographer five years later, you know, have had that much more time and experience and um, exposure to, you know, other ideas and influences. So who knows? Well, I'm sure you, whatever you do, you'll love it. I I have the, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you're good. Um, I have the ability to change things if I want yeah. to. I'm going to give myself the permission not to feel like I have to change things. Well, it'll help, you know, prep kind of go down and not stress yourself out towards the end of mm-hmm. the year because that always happens. Yeah. Like if I have time to revamp stuff or if like I really want to dedicate time to do that, I have the ability to, you know, put as much time into that as I want or I don't have to put in a ton of time at all because I also like it's done. I don't have to worry about it unless I want to. Yeah. Which is kind of a luxury, honestly. Absolutely. <laughs> As opposed first... to ne- I'm already stressed out about next year. I know I need to not oh, worry just about because that. there's a lot more. Um, yeah, because yeah. I haven't had to do like like I have Back a little break right now, but I don't know. I'm trying to be strategic. I think I'm gonna pick a musical for my school again that I've already done. Cause I've Smart. done so many junior ones. So like yeah. why wouldn't I do a junior one that I've already done? Might and make well. things life for myself in that area simple um but then it'll be creating like three shows back to back all brand new stuff oh absolutely yeah (laughs) no no matter every single time it turns out and audiences love it Mm -hmm. speaking of audiences (laughs) um today we're talking about being an audience member audience etiquette and all things sitting in the house okay Mm -hmm. what it looks like to be um an audience member have you been an audience member before oh many a time i'm literally about to be an audience member for like four days straight (laughs) yeah for real (laughs) i was like oh okay we're still deep in show season yes like literally everyone is doing shows and so like three two or three weekends ago I saw like three shows in a week. I last week we kind of had off, which was kind of nice. And then this weekend it's. Well, I love that we put a schedule down for you and I, and I was like, Hey, I have to cancel us going to see the show because I'm also already going to see another show. Like, so I was like, Oh my goodness. So we're both going to see a show tomorrow. Then we're both going to see another show Friday. Then we're going to see a professional show on Saturday followed by another professional show on Sunday. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> this is educational theater. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, but each time we're going to be an audience member, each of those are going to look yeah. a little bit different, mm-hmm. um, but there's still like do's and don'ts for an audience member. So um, when we come back, let's go ahead and break down 
um, what it is to be a good audience member, maybe some of the things to keep in mind so you don't uh, become a bad audience member, um, and then talk about what it's like to be an audience member in different places when we come back. back talking about audience do's and don'ts being a good audience member in terms of theater there's i mean you can be an audience member anywhere right technically mm -hmm. our students are audience members when we talk and they are bad oh, audience members that is my favorite leverage point i love being like i'm literally performing for you guys right now right. like <laughs> what are you doing you guys were just an audience yesterday why can't we do it now <laughs> i don't um, understand but we've been in charge of so many productions and we've seen audiences and we've been a part of audiences. So I want you to break down your top three do's for audience members. What do you think is important maybe beforehand, during all of that? What do you think people, listeners should know about? My big one, and maybe this is just how I was raised, but also as a theater person, I think it is a biggie for me. And it's something that I always try to do. And I always try to preach to other people is dressing up when you go to the theater. That is yes. a big, big, big thing for me. Um, like, you don't, we're not talking like you have to be dressed for the gods. Like if you want to go like glamour eleganza to We've seen see Wicked, yeah you put on your floor length dress girl and you strut through them doors. Oh, wow. But if you would rather wear like a nice pair of like dark wash jeans with a sweater, that is also acceptable. It really just depends on, I think the, like the, um, the time of day, the type of performance, right? Um, like I'm always, my go-to is kind of usually a dress. I have many right. a dress in my wardrobe. So, you know, throw on a dress, a nice pair of boots or sandals, some kind of jacket. You're good to go. It's pretty easy. I know you said like rule of thumb usually for you is like a collar. And that's usually I what my mom men, says. Yeah. I was about to say for men, it's pretty easy. Usually in the summer, it's like a short sleeve, like a polo mm -hmm. or like a button up short sleeve shirt. And then in the, um, summer or winter it's usually either like a dress shirt um but i've also gone the route of like a sweater um and then i'm just an absolute stan of like khakis or like a pattern mm -hmm. pant mm -hmm. um and that always elevates a look and then think about I, you were talking about shoes and it made me think of like i definitely have shoes that are like ooh, this is going out to the theater shoe mm -hmm. like i wear this when i'm going it has that little click as you're walking like yeah. it's a special occasion and that's what is really cool and and what i think a lot of adults i think it's cool to instill that in young people oh like when my mom took like took me as a young girl to the theater putting on yeah. my look yeah for the evening yeah i felt I felt the judge. I literally was like, I'm going to the theater and I You were like standing the... outside in the line, like turning around, waiting for the like paparazzi to catch a, yes. catch a pick, like red carpet. Who are you wearing? Who are you wearing? And you're like, it's justice, <laughs> just for girls. <laughs> yeah, but like, I don't know. It's also, there's just something so like, like 
I don't know. I love going and seeing everyone look so nice and put together. And like, yeah, it's just that little like cherry on top of a good evening. But also dressing up shows the the actor, not that they can see you for any like by any means, but like, I don't know. To me, that shows that you care. It places an importance on the art form, which I know I'm talking super meta right now, like and super no, absolutely. passionate about this field. But when I see that, I'm like, oh, this person is taking it seriously right? It's very mm -hmm. similar to dressing in a jersey when mm -hmm. you go to a sports game. It's like, oh, you came because you were dedicated to sitting and watching and respecting what's going on. Yep. Um, and it's it's your uniform, so to speak, of going to the theater. Well, and I know like when I was in high school, we always used to dress up on opening night. Um, yeah. That was like a fun thing that we would do is, you know, get all dolled up. And then I know it's also something that we do when we do director speeches. We always yeah. make sure that we've put in a little bit more effort, look nice, you know, sometimes a suit jacket or yeah. like, it really just depends on like how like fancy we are trying to go. And there's obviously levels to that, but I, yeah. and that's so I think wardrobe say, is a huge part of that, that experience. Levels is exactly up because I was thinking like, oh yeah, dressing up. The only thing I, I am not as like keen to dressing up on is a is a matinee like a 2 yeah. p.m. daytime performance. But again, it's almost I'll like- I'll still look nice. Right, it's almost like church to me, right? Yes. It's very like khakis and, you know, a sweater or or something, mm -hmm. right? It's a little bit more daytime. I'm giving yes. day, you're giving daytime eleganza versus like evening gown. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so that's before the theater. Um, yeah. What kind of ticket girl are you? Are you a will call girl? Do you like the new technology where they just scan our tickets? Like what, do you like the spectacle of waiting in the line to get your tickets and having no. the physical tickets or do you not care? I don't care. You said whatever gets me like in there. I'm also like always running like at least five minutes behind. <laughs> I will That's always true. be somewhere on time. But I'm also like, like, you know how there are people who like my sister who like to be like a half hour early or like, right. like to be early. That is not me. I'm rolling up right on time, baby. So if I have to, if it's an extra step, it's not happening. It's not it. Well, okay. So you bring this up of like half hour early. So typically the audience section, mm -hmm. which in the industry we call the house yes. is uh, it opens about a half hour beforehand mm -hmm. as an audience member don't show up 30 minutes before you were going to sit there and do nothing for 30 minutes i like the the rule of thumb i use is about 15 minutes it mm -hmm. gives you the chance yep. to get in go to the bathroom and then sit down and have a few moments uh, with your program with the program yes yep. yeah it's important before the lights come down but you don't want Absolutely. like just sitting there being like oh when is it gonna start right yeah i don't i don't like that um okay let's talk about the elephant in the room that I don't care if it makes me a bad person. And if there's any students or youngins listening, listen up. Cell phones in the theater. I always turn mine off. I do too. Always. I will yeah. turn it off and it is away. And most of the time I don't even turn it back on during intermission. I don't care. I'm in the theater. That's where my like focus want, needs to be in this moment. Um, but yeah, there is nothing that drives me more crazy is then like seeing someone like on their phone texting blah 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 in the middle of a performance well nowadays the glow the blue glow is obvious a to other people in the audience you're being disrespectful to them two yeah. we were just on stage in january i saw when people were on their phones i said you right there you're on your phone i see it 
Like, and do you remember? Okay, so, okay. Okay, speaking of audience members, some things about this. Lin-Manuel during Hamilton would tweet the section and if he knew the row, the row of someone that was on their phone during a specific song. So he would tweet like, my shot saw you in section 40, row two. Like, thanks for paying attention. Iconic. And then we would be remiss to talk about cell phone usage by an audience member of the show. Oh, so Patti Lapone, Broadway Tony Award winning actress, Patti Lapone, um, mother. I'm pretty sure mother. she has an EGOT. I think she has She's an EGOT. Close. I don't know if she has an Oscar. Do you remember when Hold she on. was in Pose? Let's, yeah, let's double She was check iconic. Um, Patti Lapone has been in countless things. She's a Stephen Sondheim slut. She was just recently, sorry, Patti, I should not call you a slut. Um, she was recently in um, Company um, on Broadway. And she is amazing. She's also very outspoken. And so there was a time when someone had a cell phone in the audience and was recording. And Patty stopped in the middle of her monologue to chew them out. And there's video. There's video. We will provide a little clip for the the podgram of her chewing out this person. But it is her being like, you are at the theater. I am working and she is being as explicit. She's like, I want you gone. It wasn't even like a turn your cell phone off. It was goodbye. You are leaving. You are removed. Goodbye. Um, and it's awesome. She is not an EGOT winner. What does she need? She has like three Tonys. Of course. And she has a Grammy, but she does not have the Oscar or the Emmy. Baby, let's get into TV film. You were in Pose. She killed she, it in Hollywood. Pose. And Hollywood. She was the old late. I should not call her old. She is the mature woman <laughs> um, that the main guy was sleeping with. Yeah. yeah. Um, so phones are Cell not phones great don't. for what, but there is, neither of us will do it, but I'll let you take the, the one exception. Well, if you're texting, absolutely not. Wait, hold on. Wait, say that again. I if you're texting, my phone cut out. absolutely not. Yeah, no. If you're no, making a phone call in the middle of a performance, absolutely not. And I we've was, seen it all. Oh, I heard a story from one Mr. Jeremy Goldson that there was an old man in the audience one night during his play that got a phone call. It rang in the middle of the show. The old man picked it up and said, sorry, I can't talk right now. I'm in a play. And, <laughs> and then at the end of the show, he found out it was his father. <laughs> Oh, it was Goldson Senior? Imagine being the theater, like the director, and you're making fun of some old man who took a phone call in the middle of your show. And that's and your then dad. you find out that it was your dad. Um, so, at Chicago anyways. two weeks ago, there was a guy who his text message chime went off. And so mm-hmm. I saw him look at his phone and I was like, oh, he must have forgot that it was on. No, nope, it chimed like three more times. I was like, you're having a conversation and your your thing is on loud. And every time it dings, here's the deal. Public embarrassment is real when it comes to audience etiquette in a theater. If your yeah. phone goes off, we're all looking at you. Yes. And I put on RBF. I fully turn around and I'm like, hmm, interesting. Someone hates hmm. the theater. Um, but there is only one. So texting, calling, not allowed. No. But. Um, and you 
also shouldn't use your camera. Like, no, like I said, at the beginning, do not turn it on. Like, just turn it off. It is not that hard. You can live without it for an hour. No, not yeah. an hour. Two hour, two and a half hours, right? That you're on this amazing theatrical journey that you're going to remember in your brain forever. Exactly. Unless you are filming a slime two tutorial. <laughs> and, and we kindly thank you for your service. Listen, slime tutorials, Bourbon Room, any of these um, fantasy videos that trickle their way onto the interwebs, on YouTube. Um, we appreciate it. Um, and we look forward to more of some slime tutorials. <laughs> um, we're talking bootlegs. <laughs> yeah. Shout out I to live. bootleggers. <laughs> shout, out, shout out. You're doing God's work. Thank you. Thank you for your service. I would never have the balls. I could never. Well, and I've also watched the bootlegs where like the be... camera goes down because someone's walking by and then it like comes out and you hear the like yep. of like the camera before it comes back out. But we thank I... you for your service. Yeah. Um, my last do. Oh, yeah, give me your last do. Do not. We it's a do and don't. It's both. Don't. Do react. There yeah. is nothing worse than a dead audience. Sorry, matinees. Most of the time, that's you, girl. It's because you're but, old. Delete it old. But there is nothing that could kill the energy of a show more than the audience giving us nothing. <laughs> Go on, girl. Give us nothing. Give us nothing. Um. So as an actor, as a director, as, as someone who has been a part of the show, the audience's energy and the audience participation is what drives the success for the show at the tail end. It's so yes. funny, us like final dress or a couple rehearsals before final dress, you and I will be so bored watching the show. And that's yes. no tea to the actors, no. but there's something slightly different they do when there is an audience that has never seen the show in front of them. It's little Absolutely. nuances, it's little timing, it's the energy in their step, the way they say a certain line is just a little bit different when there's an audience. And mm -hmm. so it's really important that an audience member laughs, claps, all appropriately, um, yeah. but takes care of it. Um, the other thing that, sorry, I just thought of another one. Don't oh, get up in me. the middle of the performance. That also drives me so nuts. You can hold it. There's yes. only been one time that I've gotten up during a performance and I was heavily intoxicated watching a production of nine to five. And I knew it was the last song before intermission, but I said, baby, she's not going to make it. She's not going to yeah. make it. Um, but I did try my best, but you can, you can hold it. Also another personal anecdote. Don't go see a show after you've taken an international flight. You will fall asleep. <laughs> what was the show you that saw? Was the worst. I was the worst audience member that day, and I felt so bad. But it's because I literally had just hopped off the plane from the United States in London. Um, we saw Forty Second Street. The dancing was phenomenal. And also, like, I'll tell you, the, the plot first wasn't not enough. The plot was not enough to keep me awake. I'm sorry. <laughs> the first half hour of that show is the best part. Yeah. After that. You're done though. Yeah, that and like the dime number where they're oh, all yeah. coins. coins. That number bangs. That was so good. Um, yeah, when I we come dying. back, I felt so bad. Let's talk about differences in audience, like talking about like venue space, 
Um, and then we'll touch on some of our favorite audience stories um, and just reflect on all good things that audience members do because we love you audiences. We love you so much. We'll be right back after the break. This is for you. <laughs> Thank you for being audience. Um, Sitting in your chairs and laughing up at my goofiness. How do you feel about? First off, we're back. Hey, everyone. Um, second off, how do you feel about snacks during a show? Well, as a teacher, yes, money maker. <laughs> Absolutely. All tea, all tea, baby. As an audience member, I personally am not a snacking during a show person. But that's yeah, but like I, you hear the like. But like, I will have a beverage. Like, if absolutely. someone's like, "Oh, you want to get a glass of wine before the show?" I'll be like, "Oh my god, absolutely!" Like one I'll, before the show, one during intermission. Like, yeah, drinks are, I think, a little bit easier to get away with than um. What you call but it? But be mindful yeah. of what you're drinking and. <laughs> Bless so your sweet sorry, soul. I sneezed. <laughs> and how much you're drinking. Um, because you will fall asleep and you will snore during act two of Into the Woods. Oh my you god, did do you do that? that? <laughs> do you not remember Beth having to elbow me? Oh my to god. Wake yes, me up. I forgot about that. Yeah, I guess. Which sorry. here's the deal. They're not golden angel perfect children when no. it comes to being an audience member. But I try also, to be the best audience member I can be most of the time. Into the Woods, Act Two is boring. Just do the yeah. junior version. Happy ending. <laughs> right, that's great. Um, okay, so being an audience member in the theater, we're, we're, when I'm thinking about a lot of this, I'm thinking about our professional theater. I'm thinking about some high school stuff. I'm thinking about professional. But yeah. like being an audience member can be so different depending on like where you're at. Absolutely. There's been so, a couple of times, like, this is my favorite comment to make. Um, I said it, I think, for the first time when I went to see Once and for a second time when I went to see School of Rock, where, like, there, it's giving, like, this rock concert type vibe. And I literally turned to my my friend and um, I know, I remember during Once, I turned to Parrish and was like, can I throw my bra on stage? Like, is that allowed? <laughs> <laughs> I know yeah, it it's is. not. Like, I... <laughs> It's allowed. It's definitely not correct theater etiquette. If it was an actual rock concert, sure. Knock yourself out, girl. But in the middle of the Buell, in the middle of the Winter Garden Theater in New York, absolutely not. <laughs> well, she was a little crazy. But okay, so think back on like Rock of Ages. We encouraged people to like scream and yell and cheer like yeah. after every song. But like yeah. if you're going to the ballet or you're going to the opera, right? There's a level of decorum of seriousness that you- There are made. certain times where you know that you should clap and you should cheer in certain times where you should not. I think of like a musical mega mix. That's where you like scream throughout the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yes. Um, we didn't touch on it, but I want to bring it up. Another audience thing yeah. is standing ovations. <laughs> and the look you're giving me right now. Are you, will you stand at every performance? Um, I mean, usually I think I, usually I think I end up do doing it. 
Because um, you thought think, the show was so good or because it just, the rest of the people are just doing that? Um, it really depends. There are some times where like, I'm like, you know what? I could, I could just say and just clap. But Well, so years ago, there was an article that came out that was talking about how standing ovations are the norm now. Mm, and we should yeah. go back to them not being that because it's the difference between an A and an A plus. And I, mm. I guess I'm an asshole because I no. agree with that article. I was like, not, everything does not warrant a standing ovation. Well, it's one of those things where sometimes it's awkward where you're like, is someone gonna stand up? Is no one gonna stand up? Um, and then you're kind of like, oh, am I going to be the first one? Like, if I want to, am I going to be the first one or am I going to wait until other people go? It's like this weird thing sometimes. Um, I remember when I was in the eighth grade and I went to go see the musical over at the high school. I thought it was the best. <laughs> I already seen. know. Yeah. <laughs> I had seen so many shows before, but like, I don't know. I was gagged. <laughs> I was yeah. loving it. I was living Absolutely. it. And I was sitting front row, smack dab in the center. I don't know if I've told this. I think I'm getting digital. I away. know I this story. Already, I feel like I've already told this story on the pod. Maybe I haven't. So who knows? But sitting front and center, very first row, we get to the, um, the bow section first person to stand up he said hey <laughs> hey like, guys right it away was so good. like the bows music wow! started and i was like yeah and, and then no one else was doing it <laughs> well okay but i had to commit to it i had to commit to you, it so. but okay but that's fine because you in eighth grade standing ovations were not yet like a norm anymore yes. and also you and thought probably, it deserved a standing ovation also i probably was one of the most well-seasoned like theater watchers in that crowd to be fair my guess is because it was literally like my entire pod plus some of the drama classes so like we're talking like like probably 70 percent of the people that had maybe been their first show they'd ever seen yeah, but I'm just saying, sorry, Janice, I'm not going to stand up and scream for your third grade sh kids performance. Like, <laughs> is that wrong? But no. I think if, but there are moments, well, and I also do this really shitty thing where I'll wait until like the actor that I thought gave the performance. Oh, I've like, done that before. the Tony, where you're like, I'm not going to stand until this person walks out. And when they do, I'm up and like clapping, like, I want you to know that I saw you and I said, you deserve my standing. You deserve yeah. it, babe. And that is the so only, shady. The, the only tough thing is when you're us and you go see kids and you're like, well, right, shoot, yeah. if I don't stand up for John, but I stood up for Susie, right. am I going to be in trouble? Right. They're going to so, see that. Or Susie's that parent, too. but John's parents or Susie's parents are behind us but and it, we didn't know. But when it's the profesh, yeah. oh, you bet. You bet I'm waiting until like my girl walks out. <laughs> <laughs> this is so off topic, but as an audience member, when funny thing happened, do you remember during ragtime when all those people slipped? During bows? Yeah. Yep. That was funny. That was iconic. <laughs> that was hilarious. I said, fall girl, give us everything. That, give us the like, flow. We, we ha I had already ate that show up. Yeah, it was and so them, good. And them falling at the end was just like dessert. <laughs> you said, girl, <laughs> you made me cry, but now you're making me laugh. You really do both. You're versatile. <laughs> um, okay, so we started talking about venues. 
We're not, yes. theaters are not like concerts. So you can't no. like scream and hang out. Um, you also have to be just really mindful of like what you can and can't do. I know you have a great funny story about your dad when it comes to like not reading the room of understanding audience etiquette is different yes. at different places. Yes. Um, when my parents were young and single and living in um, San Diego, they called this time in their life BC before children. Um, <laughs> they were going to the ballet. I can't say that I remember exactly what ballet it was, but I know they were going to the ballet and it was my parents and their two best friends from college, Mark and Carla. And so my mom and Carla, of course, are like so excited. Double date night at the ballet, they right. the arts, all these things. My dad and my uncle Mark are Marine Corps veterans. Like you have to understand this about them. They yeah. not the top brass. We love them, <laughs> but like, like cultured theatrical events like the ballet probably had not been to one before, or maybe this was like their second time going, right? right. So they get the genius idea to sneak in a couple of beers to the theater. I mean, okay, me now is like that. I was about to say, I understand. <laughs> but you have to know, like, not the time nor the place. So they think they're smart. They think they're so sly sneaking these beers into the ballet. And they, like, pop it open and, like, you know, it wasn't too loud, so they were okay. But then one of the extra cans or one of the empty cans. I don't know. Like the lore of this story has changed every time. I've of course it, right? it has. Slightly different variations. Um, but basically the can got knocked over and it rolled. And my mom swears that every single male head in the theater, like within a 10 like foot radius turned their head and was like, cause the sound of a beer. I know can that rolling. sound. I know that sound. Someone snuck like, in a beer. Guys not the vibe not the um, vibe i have a similar story but it is slightly but like different. hilarious now <laughs> so funny now but like i would have been mortified i probably would have like would have shrunk it. down in my seat and like covered my face with my program if i had been with them i would have been i so was thinking amazing. people would have heard the like of like an opening mm, yeah maybe but um speaking of rolling down the audience um Shout out to one of my really good friends in high school, Olivia. Her grandpa was attending the uh, show. Oh, it's no. just a high school show. Um, and apparently he wanted to relax a little bit more. So he took his fake leg off and from oh, like no. knee <laughs> from like kneecap down. Um, but it was small enough that you just heard it rolling down the stage and it came out the front. And I said, that is funny. So shout out to Olivia, shout out to grandpappy. Shout out to Olivia's dad's fake leg, her, not her dad, her granddad's fake leg. <laughs> um, but all in all, like you, if you are someone who enjoys going to the theater, you really want to make your audience experience worthwhile. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, as an audience member, you should want to make that experience the best for everyone around you. Like you're not more important than any other person in there. Right. You all want to have a good, safe, fun, theatrical experience. That's like literally your job. Um, just like the actor's job is putting on a good show. Yeah. Right? You're, you, you are you have an to element. Make sure, absolutely. Yeah. You have to make sure you do that. You're yeah. doing your job to make sure that they can do their job. Right. You don't want to be a distraction. You don't want to do anything that's going to prevent them from giving their best performance. So why would you want to do that to anyone else around you too? Right? Also being in this industry sucks. 
if an audience doesn't exist. Yeah. That's the whole point is we, we love the work that we do and we love the process and we love the planning and we love the, the execution. Um, but without an audience, it just, it's not what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. so shout well, out also, to audience. You're, I always hated this as a kid. Well, yeah, most of the time hated it. Love you, mom. I, sorry. I talk about my mom a lot. I love um, but anyways, my mom, when I was little, we used to like get in the car and she'd be like, so tell me what that show is about. Yes. What were the themes are like, what should we take away? And like, looking back on it now, I think that she was really doing God's work in terms of like, that's what art is for. Like we're supposed to talk about it. And so like, while other families probably just caught, got in the car and like closed the door and was like, well, that was a really fun show end of conversation right like I, I think a big thing that we've been trying to do with everything and um spoiler alert we have a, a little um scripties coming up here in the next ep um like we're doing it so that you have an experience and you yes. want to talk about it you the dialogue's great to have yeah you want people to have a dialogue to have a conversation so like you know, as an audience member, that is also your job is to, you know, not one, just enjoy it, but two, also get out of the performances, what the actors and the playwright and the other people who've contributed to making that performance, what it is out of it. You know, they're not just doing it because it's like, meaningless it has so much meaning and that's and your, i think your conversation doesn't have to i agree with you and your yeah. conversation doesn't have to be when i have conversations with julie sweeney your mother mm-hmm. about yeah. um theater your mom looks at it so analytically that mm-hmm. sometimes it makes my brain hurt versus yes. there are some times that I'm like this technical element and this costume and this moment, you know, in this scene or this song or this note. And so mine's very, you know, surface level of like, these are the greatest hits from the show, but it's still dialogue happening about these are worthwhile moments. People put in specific time and effort to make sure that these moments stuck out. And when they do, that's a success. I love mm-hmm. hearing audience members talk about certain things that I that we really played co- paid close, close attention to um, and how it works out there. That was literally me with my body cast in Rock of Ages. Yeah. I kept getting that was like the one thing I kept getting comments on and was like, I mean, I love it. But like, it's it was so funny that that was like a thing that stuck out to people in the audience. Yeah, it was like, it's funny. Oh, just this Who funny mean? little thing that we did or like it could be, you know, that uh after you see something you're like holy shit my life has changed like that was the most amazing experience i've ever had or you were like you know what that show was great but it wasn't for me right and that's like, okay that's and that's okay like but I, then you refine your theater lens yeah. of like what shows stick out to you what shows are really impactful and meaningful and what yeah aren't. Yeah. Well, like, you know, for me, it's one of those things where like my, my mom and my sister are very emotional people. Right. Um, and so, you know, it's not, I don't mean this to be shady. It's going to sound shady, but like, it's not as hard to make them cry. And so for me, when I see a show and I cry, I'm like, man, that was really like, I was really, really, really tied to that emotion and like feeling that way. But like, you shouldn't feel bad if you don't like, if something really sad happens in a show and you don't cry, that's, you know, like 
great. Maybe you, you weren't as connected to that moment or that character. It doesn't mean it was any less sad or any less valid. Um, Absolutely. It just, you know, everything in your personal experience is going to be, you know, taken into account when you're seeing something and experiencing it, you know, for the first time. So art is objective, you know, yeah, it, yeah. it's what we like. So shout out to the audience members. Keep seeing theater. We yeah, gotta go because tonight's <laughs> our last night to do things before, <laughs> before we see theater months. for the next four days. Yeah. Um, so we want to continue this conversation with you. Um, what are pet peeves or what are some things that you've seen in the audience that you can't stand or, or things yeah. that are very Or like, cool? what are your audience member conversation starters? Yeah. Like, what is the thing that you ask everyone about at the end of the show? Like, what, what, are, what are we doing to elevate our audience practices and etiquette and all those good things? Yeah, definitely let us know. You can do that uh, by following and messaging um, our Instagram. That is at theater podcast, T-H-E-A-T-R-E podcast. The thing, not the place. And definitely let us know your favorite audience moments um, and anything that you caught from this episode. Um, and like Kira dropped... Next week is a special script tease episode. I mean, we have four shows to pick from. So. <laughs> That's true. We have so many to pick from, so you'll never know what it's going to be. So It'll be so stay fun. Tuned. Yeah. Um, and we uh, look forward to seeing you back here for this script tease episode um, and catching another exhilarating. Ooh. Um, gosh, I was not ready <laughs> gotcha, for this gotcha one. Gotcha, ready. Gotcha. Um, um, uh, Entertaining. Bombastic. <laughs> and bootlegged. <laughs> Episode of Theater, Theater <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. I thought going up on a one with the pop off. Don't trip, trip. We gon' get it chop, chop. Yeah, yeah. When I say go, you don't stop, 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 stop. You belong in a life, find spot. I right from the top, let it pipe down. Nah, nah, nah. Everybody to the right, if you thought. That's what I thought. You would thought, thought, thought. I cut the rug.